Hello and welcome to episode 7 of this podcast. Um, this is the first episode that I've recorded in a while um, due to a number of reasons. Probably those of you that know me or follow me will know that I basically upped my whole life to Australia. Um, so that does take its toll um, when it comes to time. But today I wanted to talk about two main things and the reason I want to talk about them is because they're relevant to where I currently am in my life and they're also relevant to when I've seen this in the past and people that I've, I've had the privilege of coaching and it kind of brought me back. Um, so being a coach, it's easy to coach others, um, but as I always say, the most difficult person I've ever had to coach is myself. Um, and these two topics were one of the main turning points to try get myself out of a rut and I think it's important to understand that there's going to be multiple times in your life where you are going to be in a rut you are going to feel a wee bit lost and it's important that if you've got the tools and strategies or at least an awareness of what's going on then you can start to fix it so the topics are emotional homes and executing a strategy or executing a plan that you a plan of action that you had and how the two of them are related so the first thing I wanted to talk about is that emotional home and really what does that mean so I'm going to try and make this episode as least boring as possible but if you're here then chances are that you like this sort of stuff anyway and you like listening to it or learning so you're probably going to be interested in that um, so basically from what I know and from what I've learned over a long period of time um, is this thing called emotional homes. And what it is, is it's basically everybody has a default emotional home. And that emotional home is basically driven by the person's standards, the beliefs, the core values of that person. So everybody has a different home. Some people have homes that are really, really shitty. Other people will have homes that are really, really good. And the idea is that every so often you reassess your home and try to upgrade it regularly so that eventually your default home becomes a better one than the last one, if that makes sense. So if I look at myself four or five years ago, my emotional home was basically to live life on repeat, moan about the same things, do the same thing every day, and generally just kind of be that low, depressed, anxious, overwhelmed person um, with no real direction in their life. And basically that emotional home was made up of pattern patterns and what I'd done on a daily basis. So all the things that I'd done. Um, so it wasn't a very good home to live in. Um, it was, at the time, it seemed okay. Um, but I knew something had to change. And that bring a, kind of brings back to a recent post i done on Instagram, which is basically, if you go into a room that smells of shit and you stay in there for long enough, eventually it'll stop smelling like shit. And that's basically what happened with my old emotional home. It was shit, um, but I became comfortable with shit and then I eventually accepted shit. And I had to go through that four or five year journey of self-development to upgrade my emotional home constantly. So... So, so that I'm not rambling on then, how is that relevant to everyday life and how is it relevant to where I am just now? So, 
as I say, I spent ages upgrading these emotional homes and changing the way I do things, and then that obviously led me to teaching others. But when I transitioned from the UK to Australia, which is a big, massive life move, um, both professionally and personally, um, what happened was something really, really odd, um, where obviously a lot of my time was getting taken up with doing things and moving, so I kind of slowly started to stop doing things that I would class as non-negotiable. So I used to wake up in the morning back home, and the first thing I'd done was swimming a lock. The second thing I'd done was some seriously deep, deep, deep visualisation and changing my physiology. I don't like to use the word meditation. I think it's overused these days, and it's not that. Um, it's a certain technique and it's a certain ritual that I do. And then I used to really either go straight into something like I would either just grab my book. I wouldn't, I wouldn't journal as such. I would just grab my book and write down everything that I was thinking about at that time. Um, and when I moved over to Australia, obviously it was pan- pandemic as well was going on and all this sort of stuff. Um, a lot of these things slowly started to slip away without me realising it. And it was about maybe two or three months in, I just felt really shit again and I couldn't understand why. And I had started going back into like my old emotional home and doing things that I used to do four or five years ago, which was basically to procrastinate, be lazy, um, skip days of doing whatever it was that I needed to do to keep myself grounded. Um, personal development kind of had slowed down a wee bit. And I was really, really struggling to pinpoint why this is. And basically I came to the conclusion of the simple fact is that I don't believe whatever pattern that you've spent years in your life developing or try to rewire or create new habits, I believe some of it still remains and it can remain there way, way, way deep down in your subconscious. But when you go through a big stress in your life, that's really where your training has to come into play because... I went through a big stress that I didn't actually feel stressed at the time, believe it or not. But it's only when I look back on it now that that stress triggered me to go back to an old emotional home that I thought I had left. I had spent ages upgrading and it was really, really frustrating for me. But because of, thankfully, all I've learned, all the time I've put into this stuff, all the time I've put into rewiring my brain, it started with me being aware of it. So I was I managed to get aware of it really, really quick and then start to put things back in place to, to rebuild really quickly. So it's about understanding that where your emotional home currently is. So ask yourself, what is your emotional home just now? So what are the things that you would like to upgrade? What are the things that are holding you back? And actually envision it like a home, like a house. It's, it's your place. You need to look after it. You need to upgrade it. You need to constantly assess what's going on in it. And don't invite people into that emotional home that are going to make it shit, if that makes sense. Um, I've said shit about seven times, I think, so far, and I'm only about seven minutes in. Um, So that first one was just something I wanted to talk about, emotional homes, and being really, really aware. So ask yourself, what is your emotional home? What do you want your emotional home to be? And spend time upgrading it. And then once you upgrade it, that's your new baseline. That's your new default emotional home. And then you repeat and repeat and repeat until eventually your emotional home is somewhere that is just constantly the best place on the planet to live. But it all starts with awareness. So 
how does this link to this part then that's executing the strategy? So what I mean by that is, is let's say that you've got a goal or something in your life that you want to achieve. Maybe that's to get fit and lost 30, 40 pounds or whatever that is. Maybe it's to start a new business. Maybe it's to just become the all-round best version of yourself. Maybe it's to get a promotion in your job. All these things, whatever it is. And the problem is, is you can get a strategy for it. So, for example, if you want to get fit, you can jump onto Google and check the latest fitness plan and the latest eating plan and you can combine them two together and you go, right, well, I'm starting Monday, that's it, I'm ready to go. But nine times out of ten, you'll maybe start to execute that strategy and then slowly but surely you'll fall back to your old patterns or your old emotional home. And the reason for that is, is because the strategies are everywhere, but the strategy is actually the last thing that you should get in order. So that kind of sounds counterintuitive to what it means, but just let me give you a scenario. Let me help you understand it and see if it helps, right? So have you ever been in a situation where, for example, you're sitting at the dinner table and your mum or your dad or whoever you're with goes and says to you, um, go and grab the, I don't know, go and grab the sauce out of the cupboard. Go and grab that sauce. And then you go, you say to yourself, for God's sake, I'm sitting here eating my dinner and I need to jump up and go and grab this sauce. And then the whole way over to walk into the kitchen, to the cupboard, your your mum shouts over, or your whoever it is shouts over, the sauce is in the top shelf, and you're walking over, fuck's sake, go and get sauce, go and get sauce. And then you go over, and you open the cupboard, and you cannot see the sauce. And you're like, ah, it's not here. And then you get the reply, it's on the top shelf, in the middle. And you're looking, you can't see this anywhere. And then next minute, your mum, your dad, or whoever it is, comes over and goes, there it is there, grabs it and pulls it out. So you couldn't see what you were looking for, right? And there's a reason for that. So you had the strategy as in the sense of you've been told that it's on the top shelf in that specific cupboard. There was a strategy. But the reason that you couldn't then execute that strategy or find what you were looking for or achieving that goal was because of two things that happened before that. One of them is the story and I've said this multiple times, the story that you're telling yourself. So when you were walking over to that cupboard, the story you were telling yourself was, fuck's sake, I can't be asked going to get this ketchup, or I can't be bored finding this, or you were frustrated because you get asked to go and do something that you didn't want to do, right? So you were telling yourself a story over and over and over again of why you can't, why you're angry, why you're peed off, all this sort of stuff, right? But before that, the thing that you need to change is your state. So if you think back to that scenario when you first initially get asked to go and get that sauce or do something you didn't want to do, your state was probably shoulders kind of slumped, big sigh, breathing, agitated, whatever that is, right? And your physiology or your body was in a poor state. So what I'm trying to relate to here is there's multiple situations where that could happen, right? Ketchup in the cupboard's maybe not the best one, but it's the first one that came to my mind. But basically it's about don't find the strategy first. So if you have a goal or if you have something you want to do, right? Now, let's just take it as, 
fitness, for example, right? Because it's the one that most people talk about. So let's say you're you're like, I want to lose twenty pounds, right? Or I want to lose thirty pounds. Before you get caught up in the weeds of trying to find the strategy of how you're going to do that, the first thing you need to do is change your state, change your physiology, change the way you're carrying your body, change the way you're breathing, change the way you're talking, right? And one of the simple things that I, I teach people to do is in any situation, if you're trying to execute anything in your life, even if it's you want to do it right now or if you want to do it tomorrow, right, is whatever it is you're doing right now is to stop, right? And whether you're sitting down or lying down is, is to stand up, right? And as stupid and as silly as I sound, trust me, it works. Go on your phone or whatever it is and put one of your favourite songs on or something that really wants you to get up and go, right? And stand up and thrust your hips, shake your hips, jump up and down, shake your whole body out, maybe scream, right? Make some noises. And the reason for this is because it changes the chemistry and balance in your body. It changes your physiology drastically, right? So it's not just that, oh, I'm going to slowly change my body. It's urgent. It's a sense of urgency. You're jumping up and down. You're screaming. You're bouncing up and down. Bounce up in the spot. And then see when you're finished bouncing up in the spot, close your eyes. Just close your eyes and tell yourself, all the things you're good at, tell the thing all the things you've achieved, why you're proud of yourself, all the stuff you've done in the past that's got you here, that's made you the person you are, how good you are, how strong you are, how capable you are, how unshakable you are. And that's you changing your state and changing your story at the same time. And then once you've done that, go and execute what it is you need to do, right? So whether that be let's say you're procrastinating, like I should probably do that online course, right? I've been here before, delayed an online course or delayed something because I can't be asked, right? One of the things I try to do is I'll stand up, shake my whole body out, jump up and down, scream, have that music on, close my eyes, tell myself this story and over and over and over and over again about how I'm so good, how I'm so strong, how I'm unshakable, how I'm untouchable, how I can achieve anything I want to achieve in my life and then I go, boom, go and execute, right? So that principle in that short space of time is relevant to no matter what goal it is you're trying to achieve. So just bear that in mind that whenever you're trying to do something and you don't want to do it, the first thing you need to do is change your state, the second thing you need to do is change your story, and then the third thing you need to do is go and execute that strategy, right? So that might have seemed very, very, a lot of information in a short space of time, but listen back to this as many times as you want because a wise man once said to me, repetition is the mother of skill, but repetition is also born as hell, but it works. So just maybe listen to this back again, but bear the two things in mind this week. One being your emotional home and when was the last time you upgraded it? When was the last time you protected it? When was the last time you guarded the door to that home and stopped letting all these idiots in your life that are draining your energy? And then that execute, execution of a strategy, making sure that the strategy is the third thing. It's your state and your story that come first. Change your state, change your story, change your story, execute the strategy. So that's a short 15-minute podcast. It's the first one I've done in a while. Hope it was useful to you. Again, reach out if you've got any questions on this. I'm 
pretty open and friendly when it comes to talking to people and helping them. I'm not going to turn around and say, you owe me a thousand pounds for helping you. Reach out and I'll happily help you. Um, if you're just looking for some things to kind of shift the way you think now, jump onto my website. There's two um, recordings on there, audio recordings. One for being appreciative and grateful of the stuff that you've got in your life right now and the other one about visualising and try to really tap into that part of your mind that you've maybe not tapped into in a while. Um, so yeah, reach out, Instagram, Facebook, if you've got my number, WhatsApp me, text me, whatever it is. Um, so I hope you have a good day and whatever it is you do today, just make sure you do one thing, one small shift in your life to change away from the current situation you're in. Because if you don't like where you're currently at, then you're the person that needs to change it. Um, nobody's coming to save you. It's up to you to learn and develop these tools. And you can do that through a coach like myself that will get you there in the fastest space of time. Or you can quite easily go and read all this stuff online, listen to podcasts like this. Learn, learn, learn and try shift that change because... I'm going to leave you with an analogy that sums up change as a whole. And it's if you imagine that you're in a tractor driving through an empty field and you start at one corner and you just drive and then you come back and then you drive and then you come back and you do that over and over again. Eventually it creates tracks on that field. And one day you could jump into a tractor, start it up, and start driving and you wouldn't even need to touch the steering wheel because it would just follow the track that you've laid down. So the idea is that one day you jump in the tractor and you turn the steering wheel half a degree to the right, just a wee half a degree shift, and then you let it drive and drive, and eventually over a longer distance, you will be in a totally opposite destination from where you were the first time. So don't think of it as a big massive mountain or all this change that you've got to do. Small shifts every day. It doesn't matter how basic it is. Protect your energy, protect your mind and go and get after it. Hope this helps and I'll speak to you soon.